and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theatre in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Also, are you a fan of Block Talk? Well, our newest fans are the fabulous team at Daft Boy. With the highest quality fans, accessories, and gear for any occasion, Daft Boy is here to serve it to you every day. And over at Daft Boy, you can create your own custom fan like the Block Talk fan I thwarp at every show. Fans of Block Talk can receive 15% off at checkout using code BLOCKTALK. Visit daftboy.com today. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at TheaterTheNow, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Hello, uglies! It's time to talk about Dragula, but if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, then you likely haven't seen it because they, what? Fucked it up again. For those not stuck in the waiting room, we're going to break down episode 6 of Dragula season 3, and joining me is the scariest candy striper next to Louisiana Purchase, it's Alika Parsons! Sorry, I really like your music in the background and it makes me excited. Hi! Um, first of all, I actually wear tights and padding, so no... Thank you. Well, I mean, I don't mind that she doesn't wear tights and padding, but I know that scares you, and that's why yeah. you would be scared, but... How's it going? Good. Good? It's yeah. good? Yeah. It's wet out. It's, it's not like I made out. a whole joke about the music or anything. Whatever. No, it's yeah. good. I'm good. How are you? You love my music, don't you? I really like the... It's good. I mean, it's... it's. I wrote it myself. I, you're talented, man of many hats. I try, hats. I try, I try. Many hats. Um, I think we have a little bit of an update to do right now. Is this about why I'm mad? Um, it is called the Seraphim Extermination Challenge Update. Literally pissed. First of all, she gets free weed gummies, which, the, fuck her. But Second it did all, result in some really hilarious moments. Who cares? Who cares? Like, I literally, if I wanted to see, like, little freaking quick quips like that, I'd just give Audrey Phoenix a shot and get over it. Like... <laughs> Like, girl, shots $4. I can, I can afford that. But no, um, girl, like, this is a public service announcement. Seraphim is the first one to fail an extermination challenge because she did not follow through in admitting something emotional. That was a part of the extermination and she did not do it. And it's true. And you decided to take it upon yourself uh-huh. to put on social media, on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, suggestions for things that uh, Seraphim should open up about and um, talk about, right? Uh-huh. Uh, did you get any suggestions? I well, I got a few. I okay. redacted a few of them because I don't want to start fights. Um, oh, no. Okay. So let me go to my notes. Okay. Hi. I'd say professional. First one of oh, those are my mass Singer notes, sorry. I'm, like, really obsessed with the mass Singer, and I have, like, a whole theory. It's really bad. Okay. Hi. Question number one. How did you actually feel not being in the top two for Iconic? Okay. Question number two. Sorry, I'm laughing. Question number two. If you had to get all of your tattoos removed, all of them, and start over fresh... What is the first tattoo would you get? And it has to have like super, super, super meaning. Uh-huh. And question number three. Who in nightlife, if you could get a restraining order against, would you get a restraining order against? Okay. Interesting. Those are the three ones I decided to keep because I was like, some of y'all bitches are mean. Yeah. Um, I guess off the uh, podcast, we'll talk about those other ones. Off the record. Uh-huh. Because I'm sure some of my name was thrown out there at least once. 
I have no comments on that <laughs> allegation that uh-huh. you speak of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, someone said something to me. So, don't well, worry, I have screenshots. Ah! Okay, well, let's talk about the episode. Um, opening movie. Um, we're in a hospital. A good setting for the overall episode. Um, the boulets are painting their face with blood. Um, because these bitches are giving them crow's feet. Um, they talk about thinning the herd, but are they referring to the competition or the movie series that they've been a part of? Um, either way, it was the quickest intro movie all season, and I'm all for it, because just get me to the show. I was bothered because, um, I read spoilers, so I knew what the episode was about already. I was just really bothered. This is, like, the first time they deviated from the idea that the mini-movie has to reflect on the challenge. That kind of bothered me a little bit. Um... I did like the whole her surgically sewing herself. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like okay, like the hospital, like it was that whatever. But um, like I just I like them longer because you know I like them. I, I know, know you, you hate like them, them, and I like them, so I like them when they're longer. But like I mean, I will I, I will suffice with what we saw because the whole I think it was Swanthula who yeah. stitched herself. But I guess my question is like the what they were referring to was that about queens and king mm-hmm. or is it about what we saw last week in the mini movie i think it's about the queens and king i think all the movies are leading up because like even in the first movie they're like we need to find a new one we need to find a new one like a new mega monster blah 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 mm-hmm. so i think the whole thing is is like they're doing the rituals and the proper setup and everything to get ready in preparation of the new super monster okay at least that's what i see i don't know the general public i'm sees. sure there's going to be some person out there in the reddit sphere who will put take all of those mini movies and put them into one movie and then we'll see if it actually is cohesive or not would you actually sit down and watch that if i took a weed gummy beforehand yes Thanks for the invite. <laughs> Fine. For you, you can um, have a weed gummy and watch it with me. I don't do drugs. I don't know what you're talking of about. Of course not. Okay. Well, it's a new day. Uh, time to sashay into the workroom. Um, I'm sorry. The boudoir. The <laughs> boudoir. Um, <laughs> they all moan about having a long day and um, agreeing that it's time for Hollow to go. And Dahlia says everyone wants it because no one wants Eva to go home. Valid. Yeah. Um, Priscilla is gagged that Eva is even in the bottom, and Madeline says, good, fuck that winning bitch. I mean, it's a competition. Exactly. I mean, if you want to see your toughest competitors flop a little bit. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, Priscilla says that she is Team Hollow, but before long, Eva walks into the cheers from the queers. Cheers. Uh, so queer. Eva says she likes Hollow, but she can see, uh, that she was slipping away from the competition. Um, which leads to Dahlia, um, lamenting. That, that Hollow needed to take critiques in order to win, and she goes on and on, and says that the way she talks about her drags, if they're all stupid, and Dahlia thinks that they're there for entertainment and not um, to be better than everyone else. And are you ready? Are you ready? Landon has some things to say. I was like, girl, just because she knew some words that you don't know, like, just because she had SAT words... And you're the biggest syllable word that you know is a supercalifragilisticexpialidocious does not mean that you should be offended. Yeah, so let's talk about some words from Landon. Uh, Landon starts to counter Dahlia about why um, they're there. And if you don't think you're better than everyone else, then why even be there? Um, and Landon also says that Hollow's art always had a powerful message. Um, yeah. Rock on, Landon. I was afraid when they first started the segment because I saw it kind of coming. And I was afraid that like we were going to get the whole... like. Hollow had a hollow. Hollow got like kind of not a villain end up, but like kind of like they overplayed it to like, oh my god, you're so annoying. And I was afraid they were gonna make Landon the next like yeah. Hollow, but they gave Hollow like Landon such like the, you're so right. Like, no, because like well, Dahlia then says like Hollow was not an effective voice because Hollow was just screaming about her own vendettas, compared to 
Landon, who you can listen to and appreciate what he says because he says it in a way that's accessible. But I also feel like this is different from what we're just talking about because I agree with you. But um, I feel like by the end of this segment, too, if you rewatch like the four minute conversation they have where everyone jumps in, they're all saying the same thing in different words. Probably, probably. It's just the whole giant circle talk, which is fine. And it's effective. It's effective for the idea of you needing to learn, meet these people and like learn more about them and see them in deeper lighting just so you get to feel more for them during the, throughout the series. But like I was watching it over because at first I felt stupid and I was like, are they saying something that I'm missing? I'm like, no, they're all just saying the yeah. same thing in different words. Got um, it. I would love to be in the same room as Hollow as she watched this moment because I don't think she would have been thrilled. I think she would have taken offense to everything that was said. I think she would have also been, like, she would have been offended in the sense if she was watching it alone, like, because these viewing parties all over America. So, like, if she was by herself at the viewing party... She would have probably, like, been very, not loud, but, like, been very verbose about how she felt in the moment. Because she has full right to be. But I feel like if one of the other Dragula girls were there and she got a chance to talk it out, she'd be fine. Because she can make, like, the educated, because she is an educated person, so she can make the, like, deduction, like, okay, maybe I was a little bit much this, there, and there. But if she was by herself, girl, I would have loved been a fly on that wall. Well, talking about critiques, Louisiana has some things to say. And she says that she's taking every single critique and applied it. See, I now I agree with her, but I know you don't like her, so you are gonna say some things. We're gonna wait. Your face could We're say wait. a fucking. Uh, before because before we can get into that, Landon takes the time to remind us that Dragula has given himself and Hollow a platform to share their art by putting a drag king and an AFAB queen on this sort of um, platform and giving them an opportunity. And finally, we get this moment. Applause sound effect. Yeah. Um. Again. I know we've talked about it. I've talked about it with you. I've talked about it with Seraphim. Mm-hmm. I think the Boulets need to do a better job in titling certain mm-hmm. challenges and how they refer to mm-hmm. certain challenges. I know they may be stuck in their old ways with trying to get the fans to remember certain things and yeah. whatever. Get it, get it. We all need to do a better job, myself included. We mm-hmm. all need to do a better job in inclusive art form. I'm just really happy they highlighted this moment and said it could have easily been edited Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And, like, my favorite thing is all these keyboard warriors. Like, how many people I've seen, well, Drag Race had Peppermint and Gia Gun. We shouldn't be afraid nope. of that. Not the same thing. RuPaul has said in interviews that if Peppermint had her boobies in prior, and I'm not, like, that That's that could be offensive, me saying that, that direct, those words, but I'm quoting an article. RuPaul has said, if Peppermint had her breasts done prior to Drag Race, she would not have been casted. Yeah. So, social justice warriors take that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, let's move on. It's time for the challenge reveal. Competitors, please um, make your way to the blah, blah, blah. Competitors, please make your way to the blah, blah, blah. Main stage. The sure. main stage. On the main stage, the Belize talk about their love The showroom. It's the main stage. Showroom. It's the main stage. I thought they say showroom. Main stage. Um, we're going to Google that later. Okay, we will. Uh, the Blaze talk about their love uh, of an operating theater and the scariness of the hospital, and it's time to create a look for the Hospital of Horrors Challenge. They will be going on location for a photo shoot in a haunted hospital. The winner will receive a two-page spread in an upcoming issue of Alternative Press Magazine. Ooh. The losers may be shocked about their extermination. Ooh, it's the first time they didn't do the, this may be your last. Yeah. Um, have you ever, um, perused Alternative Press Magazine? 
I have to read the bootlegs in review. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Let's talk about that. Um, as they walk back into the boudoir, they are all welcomed to product placement by AP Magazine. Um, it's a story about the Boulets, and as they read the letter, the monsters get an insight about their history and why they wanted to give a platform to provide for those who deserve it and don't mm-hmm. get it normally. Um, yeah, it was a really nice moment, and after reading, we hear from Louisiana, and it's time to start Louisiana's back Louisiana's backstory. Why? Because she's about to leave? That's what I sure had the hell thought, but boy was I wrong. I felt bad for her. Yes, okay, let's talk about it, okay. So we learned that Louisiana had to be taken to a medical clinic by her mom to take blood tests and blah, 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 and when the doctor walked out, her mom said that if she had AIDS, she would be kicked out of the house. It was not HIV, but Lyme disease. We, Louisiana moved to Austin and found drag and it saved, and she said it saved her life. She started drag at age 36 and has been doing it for six years. Her only regret is waiting so long to start. That's amazing. Yeah. That's literally like, especially in the world we live today, like how, with how people start doing drag at like 12, like that one UK contestants, like just graduated toddlers and tiaras. Actual child. So, like, I mean, seeing the world we live in, like, that's in its own self a feat. But, like, to walk past something as, like, I can never, if anyone in my family ever said that to me, I would never, like, I would probably, like, smack them. Like, I could, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, um, Dahlia talks about her mom and starts to sob, but it doesn't matter because Louisiana says that her parents won't be able to see her perform because of their health issues. But, girl, hopefully they get to watch you on the show. I th- did she didn't she say something more something more along the lines that trying to get them to understand drag is a lost cause? I thought I mean, it was like a whole moment. Yes, but like it was also part of like they would not be able to see her perform. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe seeing the love yeah. that she's receiving from everyone besides me, um, <laughs> perhaps that could change them. And just watching an episode could be heartwarming a little bit. I'm petty as fuck. I would, if I was Louisiana, I would win, get that check, and then go to their nursing home and be like, you want to go on vacation, bitches? Oh. oh, sorry. This is for me in Louisiana. It's not for you. Damn. Well, it's time to talk about hospitals. Are you afraid of hospitals like Priscilla is? Um, I'm not afraid of hospitals in the sense that, like, the idea of being in one freaks me out. Or, like, if I'm sick and I go to one, I'm like, okay, great, whatever, standard procedure. But, like, if I see a loved one in a hospital, mm-hmm. then I start getting a little antsy and itchy and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had my fair share of being in hospitals a lot mm-hmm. recently the past couple of months. Um, it's not a fun place because it's no. there. It, there's just a lot of anxiety and a lot of um, anticipation for what's next. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Not a fun place to be. And you know what? I think all hospitals need to have better food courts. Do, yeah, they do. That's, that's already, <laughs> like, that's not even a conversation. Do you... um? Also, but to raise the bar, are you afraid of, like, if someone says it's a haunted place, like a haunted this or, a, or like, a spooky? I'm not afraid of it. It's just not something that I, like, partake in. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't do spooky season. Halloween, it's not for me. What like, an amazing podcast to host. I know, then. right? I, that, that's why I have you and Seraphim. Um, yeah, it's not my my cup of tea, per se, but, like... I don't think I would believe in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have had a ghost experience before, but... A ghost. Um, and that was in a theater, but I still mm-hmm. went back. But um, they all start to talk about what sent them to the hospital, and all Madeline has to say is she had a needle through her finger, and that was hilarious. It was yeah. very funny. 
because everyone's talking about these things that, that put him in the hospital. She's like, mm. I had a needle in my finger, probably from sewing. It was funny. I thought it was a really good moment. Man, man. Okay, okay. Needle West. Um, Madeline wants to be a sexy female, uh, demonic element of a horror movie nurse figure. Um, it's gonna be a throwback look for her. That's what her inspiration is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Landon's inspiration is experience in hospitals, and Western medicine is um, chasing intelligence and not helping. Um, and there yeah. will be tubes. So intelligence. Mm-hmm. So intelligence. Um, I tried to spell intelligence wrong on my paper, but my um, Word document would it's not like let that no, happen. no. Uh huh. Um, Dahlia is going all Shutter Island, which is a movie I've never seen. It's a good um, movie. She's gonna be Leech Woman. We're gonna talk about that. We're definitely gonna talk about all of that. Um, Priscilla wants to go mad cow disease meets eraser head. Um, and there's going to be cow splooge, which I was pissed about. Yeah. You, you, you'll, we'll get to you because you have your own mad cow experience. I thought it was good. Well, no, we'll, we'll get to you. We'll get to you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Eva is going horror video games for her look as someone who is trapped and experimented on concept. Mm hmm. And Louisiana is going cute and outwardly Beautiful, but seriously creepy inside. And somehow a distressed rabbit will be involved. It worked. Did it? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. The next day. Before we head to the horror hospital, um, it's time to do some makeup. And I think this is the first time we see Eva without her giant painted on brows. Yeah. Oh, she well, she didn't. After extermination, she didn't come on. But she came. Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, this, this time I really noticed it because, well... Um. When they're on, they're... They're on. They're on. They're very much on. Um, they're all excited about the prize um, because photo shoots are cool. I don't know. And cue the mon- makeup montage. Um, it's time to count off everyone's uh, scorecard so far, like um, they are managing their own Reddit. The prize is important because interviews are important, just like interviews on this podcast, you asshole. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. It's a two-page spread. It's an interview. So are my podcasts like a two-page spread? It's more than a two-page spread. It's like an e-Hollywood story, but for people who don't want to watch something. That's true, that's true. They listen. If you listen to the podcast, like, send me a message. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting. Comment below. Yeah, right. Um, So this this is where we're at with the, the wins and everything. Eva has two wins. Dahlia mm-hmm. won one and has been safe. Mm-hmm. Priscilla has a win now. Landon has a win. Louisiana hasn't won anything, but she's been in the top three times. And honestly, I want to fact check that because I don't believe it. Maybe it's my distaste for her. I, I, uh, really? She was in the top? She has always been. She's never been just safe. Have they said it though? That she's gotten critiques that would have potentially put her in danger before. I don't think she was the top. I don't know. I was secretly hoping that this was like a haha uh, confidence is getting the best of you and you, then you're gone moment. Mm-hmm. But again, I was so wrong and read the the, uh, the edit very wrong. But mm-hmm. the alarm goes off and honestly, none of them flinched, flinch at this point. They're like all unfazed. They're like, whatever, we know this is fake. Can we just do our makeup in peace, please? What if like one week, like the final four challenge, it literally is like, oh no, we called for you. And they're like, what? You have 10 seconds. What? <laughs> that would be um, spoopy. 
That would that would I would cry. Yeah. Well, it's time to go to the main stage for the floor show. Um, the Boulets are rocking these stunning white latex dresses, married with giant white sculpted wigs with like tentacles coming out of them or something. And then there is like a black bang. It's very poppy of them, new poppy. I was like, I could hear um, Seraphim from home screaming. What? Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very poppy. Um, but I have to say, if this wasn't an integration wig, someone is coming for their gig. But after looking at the credits, it is an integration wig. Yes. They are fucking sculpted. Do you like them? What did you think of the look? I like the hair. Um, I like. Okay, here's the thing, because the the theme of the challenge was so like on the nail. Yeah. I felt like their outfits were very much like on the nail. Yes and no, because it wasn't like Madeline, where it was like. This is a hospital look. It was just white latex. Like, if you didn't say what the challenge was, it still would have been a fine look. I just, honestly, like, I, we had the conversation the last time I was on the pod, but um, we were told that there was going to be a very, like, 80s theme to their, like, whole show this season. Yeah, not really good. And I haven't seen it yet, and I really wanted to see it, so I'm constantly being turned down by not seeing it. However, it was a nice change in silhouette and in pace for what they've been showing. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised, but I still want my 80s. If the finale it doesn't have like an 80s twist to it, I'm going to be pissed. Okay, you should tweet them that and say that. They won't care. You never know. They know. They're too busy tweeting Apple and <laughs> Amazon Prime. Oh, God. That, what a fucking nightmare. Um, okay, on the judges panel this week are Hereditary star Millie Shapiro. This is a literal child. A literal um, child. Like, what the fuck? I mean, if we're doing this, RuPaul should just have Desmond is Amazing on as a guest judge on Drag Race. How do you know he isn't on the, the season? I will cry if that's the case. Um, h- how would you feel if you were being critiqued by a toddler? It depends on what the challenge is, and it depends on, like, what the theme of the... Like, it depends on the challenge. What if I brought Desmond to be a guest judge at Iconic? What would you have done? <laughs> For oh, half the season, I thought Seraphim was Desmond was amazing, so... <gasps> That's I'm kidding. Funny. Desmond is amazing as a nice person. Seraphim's not. Um, <laughs> no, like, uh, it's because, okay, this is different because Millie, whatever, Bobby Brown, Shapiro, whatever, she is in the horror community, so she, what she does is horror. Like, she is a facet of the community and she's done something at her age, so that's different. Whereas, like, when it, it's it, it's all, it it's up to interpretation as well, but, like, if the if the challenge was you have to make a commercial for a soup can and then wear the soup can down the runway and then Desmond is amazing as a judge. I may feel some kind of way because what has he done that has involved soup cans? Sure. Like, um, have you seen Hereditary? No. Neither have I. Okay, cool. Um, apparently Millie is actually 17 years old. So she's not actually a 12-year-old. She looks it, but she's she's older. Um, yeah, um, yeah. And she's also very supportive of the community. Absolutely. So like, there's like, I mean, Desmond is the community, I'm not saying he's not, but like... At the end she, of the day... She literally, I went on her social media, she's like, was at the premiere, she was tweeting like her yeah. with the boulets, like she was At the end of the out, day, so. what we're doing here also is entertainment, we're mm-hmm. mocking for entertainment purposes as well, so... Sure. I'm sure she's a great person. If you want to come on the podcast, let's talk. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, um, I exchange the exchange rate. Joining her is alt-press editor Paige Owens, and she has fun hair. She does. I like her hair. She does. Do you think it's real or it was a wig? Probably a wig. Yeah. Um, and apparently this was her first time on the West Coast? I mean, it's fair. I think alt-press is mostly made in, like, New York area. Yeah, I guess. But there's a lot of, like, 
digital media moving out to the West Coast. I've never been to the West Coast. Never? I was supposed to go like a month ago. Oh my God, let's go on a field trip. Field trip. Support the podcast, give us money, and we'll go to the West Coast. Finale. Yeah. Send me, Sarah from Inzalika, to Disneyland and Universal Studios. Or just send us to the finale of Dragula. We'll do that too. What? What? No. Stay on brand and then we use the excess money. Uh, um, so to go along with the medical aspect of this challenge, we are going to play Revive or Flatline. It's the same game every week. You just keep changing the name. Exactly. Duh. Someone's keeping up. That's, I do this on the Drag Race podcast and I have different guests every week and they don't know that because they don't listen to podcasts either. Like oh, Sarah well, sorry. I pay attention. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to play? Yeah. Ready to do this? Let's talk about yeah. some things. Madeline Hatter. Um, I think this is quintessential Madeline. The mm-hmm. hair is red. The beat is spot on. The garment is a latex medical jacket with a cross with a zipper running straight through it. What? No. I looked at it. I thought That's it was... That's where I got sad. I looked at it and at first, because I didn't really... Okay, I was I was one of the people who couldn't wait for Amazon Prime to get their shit together. So I bought the episode, which I'm not mad about because if it was Drag Race and I missed the episode, I would have bought the episode. So we should support all fucking forms of media, whatever. But, um, so I was watching it and I was cooking dinner at the same time and I like kind of didn't realize how the photo shoot was and like the setup and then like the runway and shit. But I looked real quick and I saw Lady Gaga as Judas look Mm -hmm. at first where she has like the white latex, red latex. That's what I saw at first. But then when I saw the jacket open and with the gusts and stuff, I got really confused because I thought, didn't realize that it was a medical sign on it. So like, I didn't really understand whether she was the patient or the nurse or the nurse who was already the patient or like the vice versa or as it was like a jingle situation where she pretended to be someone who worked there i don't know but at the end of the day it was a great head to toe something done and had this have been like one of the first challenges she would have been so safe and fine um, so as you were saying there are essentially two reveals in this look the first mm-hmm. one reveals to a that also Body is confusing. Suit. And then that revealed into the guts, the insides of Having her. Having a double reveal was just because it's a photo shoot, you can't really layer a reveal like that. Right. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, I want to preface this. We're going to talk about the looks and what they did on the main stage, but that has no bearing on the actual results, apparently. We're judging you not based on your drag. Drag is art and art is subjective. We are simply judging you and how your drag has to do with the premise of the competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but like yeah like I'm just as someone who's like photo like looks are not I'm gonna say this as nice as possible people are gonna make fun of me for it I am not a look queen at the end of the day can I do a look and I need to yes am I gonna kill it yes but as someone who knows that I'm my strongest facet I could take a photo not even but like if it's like a themed photo which you've done before which I've done once or twice but like you have to be very careful because in my mind I had like, oh, I'm going to take this off into this, into this, into this. You don't have all that time. Like, you just have to yeah. like let the moment happen. And we're gonna, we'll talk about the specific photo in a little bit. Um, I think in terms of the challenge, it was horror. It was medical. It oh, just and, didn't yeah. have the wow factor. In the terms of the challenge, it would have been a solid B minus. Yeah. For me, I'm going to say revive. I would say revive too. Yeah. I would totally. I would something I'd want to wear. Again, like this, see. like this is something I would see Madeline in. Like this is a yeah. cool look. It, it 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 was good. Oh, we're just judging the looks, not the photos. For now, for now, we'll get oh, to the okay. photos shortly. Confusing. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll get to the Revive. Photos. Yeah, revive. Next up is Eva Destruction. Um, this is absolutely terrifying. The brain and the blood all over the place. It's gross. Um, the way she moved in this look really sold the story that she was trying to tell. A um, little bit about the critique. I understand um, Millie's critique about the splatter pattern. Um, but damn, I don't think it took away from the entire look at all. I liked it. I like the look. I like the concept. I just, the one thing, the critique that I heard that I really was thinking about mostly was the hair. Okay. Like, I understand okay. since it's the drag competition that you want to look quaffed, you want to look cute, you want to look, like, especially if you're going to be taking photos, like, going back and forth, you want to make sure you start in a place where it's, like, kept in together. It's just, the hair into the prosthetic for me, that's, like, something was off. In that sense. So you wanted it matted or... Matted or, like, if it was, like, a half-shaved head effect. Okay, okay. Like, something where there was, like... Or, like, if there was, like, a clear difference in it, I Mm would have been happier. But it's still a revive for me because... Absolutely, it's definitely a revive. Head to toe, so I like that. Yeah, so I I really like this concept. Next up is Louisiana Purchase. She's a fucking pink candy stripper with some blood on her forehead and her lip. What am I missing? Am I watching the same fucking show? Um, she has a rolling cart with toys and candies on it, and they're distressed. Cool. She takes off her handkerchief to reveal. At first, I thought it was absolutely nothing. Well, apparently it was strangle marks, but I'm like, I don't see it. I, like, just with the lighting on the main stage, you I can't I can't see it. You no, know, like I, I, I took my eyes and put them right on my iPad, you and I said, I don't see anything don't on her neck. Like her. How was this horror? Because it's the idea of something cute going wrong. That is but the in the, in, the, in this look, I don't see that. Okay, if you we're going to talk about the, listen, the, the, the picture too. you took the Shining Girls and put them, the twins. I know there's two of them. Okay, so let's separate them. We put one of the Shining Twins and you put them on a stage with good lighting and just had them standing there. Not doing nothing. Just standing there out of context. That's not creepy. A child, and if she said as but the difference between the Shining Twins and Louisiana Purchase is the Shining Twins can sell their creepiness through their face and their eyes. Louisiana Purchase she is did dead that. She did that. No, she did that. No, she death behind the eyes. When during the we're, t- we're allowed to talk floor show, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking during about. During the floor show, she literally like it was. I literally like if in the beginning I was like, okay, it's sexy, whatever. I don't get it. But throughout the performance, I meant like, and she was constrained, like, like how the shiny twins say, come play with us. She was like, you want to get checked out? You want to get checked out? Like, like with like, like it was, it. Okay. All right. I mean, that's, that's why we have multiple people on a podcast to talk about it. For me, and this that's was why a you're flat wrong. Line. It's a revive. You're wrong. And that's it's fine. That's, that's all right. That's you're wrong. Whatever. Um, we should just call Sarah from and be like, what do you think? I'll message her right now. Yeah, let's see. Well, 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 she'll be the deciding factor. Oh, God, I don't want that ever. Um, next up is Land Insider. Um, can I just start my stand account? Me um, and Michael are fighting. What? <laughs> um, okay, so the blood looked fake um, as well as it couldn't look fake because it was very, very red. But it's the way he sells the look through his face and the body and the intricate details he puts into it. Um, the gooey brain and the syringes in the stethoscope. If you were worried that this wasn't a doctor and maybe like a magician, you could see that. But with all the little props, it helped. Um, I also want an intelligence with one L um, t-shirt. T-shirt. Like, well, that was G. Okay, that line in itself. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll talk about that later because it's a critique. 
But, like, that in itself was, like, genius. Um, no, we can talk about the critiques here also. But... That was genius. Like, yeah. literally that mm-hmm. quip like that. Like, what were you thinking? And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to make capitalize making money off of it. And everyone was like, and you saw, like, everyone's mind, like, that's yeah. the correct answer. Yep. But, um, like. The look was great. The look was perfect. My favorite part was the brain. Like, that was the best yeah. part. The goo. Like, it was, like, if you're going to do a reveal for a photo shoot that has layers, mm-hmm. that's how you do it. Yeah. Um, for me, absolute revive. Revive. Dolly Black. Okay, hear me out. On the main stage... Like it? This was incredibly underwhelming. Okay. She's wearing a basic hospital gown with flat hair, a slug arm, and slugs on her body. Mm-hmm. I needed much, much more from this look. I get the challenge was heavily weighed on the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. More on that later. But this is... This is actually more basic than Louisiana. Well, Louisiana's not basic, so I don't know what you mean. But, um... I do, I love the concept. I love the idea of a leech woman. I love how we, I thought I saw one or two smaller leeches at, uh, for a feet. second. Yeah. yeah. So I liked that part. I wish I could have like one or two, like maybe one on the neck or something. Um, the actual leech itself, like, you know, when you vacuum your house and I got the hose, mm-hmm. that's what I thought it was. Like it looked completely out of place. There was no like blend moment. It literally looked like someone just put on like, you know, those. When you go to like a Halloween store, they have the tentacle arms. Yeah. The inflatable ones. That's mm-hmm. what it looked like. I was... What the disconnect mostly for me was how when she was doing the open mouth scary booby goopy boobies thing, it was like a blue almost throw up that yeah. was like a blue ooze. There was no blue on the Correct. arm to tie that together. Correct. Had like the whole arm been covered in blue goo, that would have been sold. Yeah. It would have been sold. It would have been done, um, done, done. But the like, only other no. color that she used in this look was purple. In the undies. Can we talk about that? How did that not put her in the bottom? Girl. Like, her excuse if I didn't have time is not no. an excuse. Then go fucking bare-ass naked. I was gonna say, if she went butt-ass naked. Like, that is what this show is. You can't would, do that on know, Drag Race, but you can do it on Drag I'm not gonna lie with you. If I were in the time and didn't have time, what I would have done was probably went butt-ass naked, and no one want to see that, but, like, strategically place a leech somewhere so even if it does flash, right. it literally goes with the look. Or, like, even, like, I don't know, Paint your body part, leech color. Be like, that's my. Yeah, I mean, leech. like fucking uh, last week with uh, hairy ass um, Eva Destruction. Mm-hmm. That was the, the she was in the bottom, but it still was it part of it. it. Like, like she I went cannot there. believe that she actually thought wearing boxers on the main stage floor show was acceptable, and the fact that they saved her for it is. If you're maddening. going to perform Madeline, <laughs> if you're performing and you know it's going to show, fix it. If she was going to just like walk down like a patient, like a robot, you're fine. You know you could cheat yeah. it. It's not going to show. But you knew what you were doing. You should have taken the bitches off. And like, again, I guess part of my issue with how the show is judged. The rules. Right. Are the rules. Like if this, if you're saying that the only thing that matters in this perform in this episode is the photo shoot then why give us even the uh the floor show let us see the interaction on the photo shoot instead Mm -hmm. i i i really was upset that this this happened um for me this this was a flat line for this Mm -hmm. look i got i think flat line's a little bit too hard i know it's a flat line i don't like the arm thing yeah yeah it's just not cohesive enough Finally, we have Priscilla Chambers. I freaked the fuck out. Um, Jesus Christ, that was horrifying at first. Um, I think she was going for the shock factor that Victoria Elizabeth Elizabeth Black was going with the alien baby. Mm -hmm. 
This just completely missed that because the execution was just so wrong. Well, I mean, I'm very happy. Look, see, I did not realize that that was a real calf thingy, like a real dead calf. Well, we're going to talk about that in a bit. But... Until Whoa. I did the disclaimer. But um, the whole time I just thought it was fake and I just thought it was a prop that was over t- taking over the photo. Yeah. Like, it owned the photo. There was no... Oh, we're working in symbi- Like, when you use a prop like that, it needs to be a symbiotic relationship. Otherwise, the minute you realize it's taking over or you don't know how to control it, ditch it to the side, call it over, and just focus on yourself. Yeah. I mean, she tried hard to be campy, but I think she needed to go completely, like, straight horror and filth for this concept of Mad Cow to work. Well, I mean, for especially, well, as someone who's done a Mad Cow before that yes, was have. campy. Mine was campy, but in the sense that... I, your look was campy. And that's, the look was, it looked campier. This well, wasn't. Did, mine had gore to it too, but like, what I did was, instead of, what should I use that for? That was for, filth. No, was it filth? No, it was horror. I don't remember. I just used it for one of the, I don't know. It might have been horror. No, it was horror. No, yeah, it was horror. But, um, <laughs> I remember myself so much. I, like, because the thing is, is how, what was the difference in, I went more so with Mad, so I was, like, screaming and laughing and, like, right. going, like, as if it was, like, part clowny, like, very creepy. The, the What was missing for me was the Mad Cow part. Like, if you're going to go mad, you need to make the big facial expressions, the laughing, like, yeah. you, you've gone insane. That's what, when someone thinks Mad Cow Disease, I think they think more and so insane. But when you're, like, going literal Mad Cow Disease and it's like, oh, no, it's death. Like, Mad Cow Disease, forget... If I'm wrong, you get, like, like measles, like, mumps, like, discoloration. There was no sickness to this look. It did not look sick at all. It looked like it was a cow who had a stillborn and is grieving. That's what I got. Yeah. Which is still medical, but, like, you, what you're saying and what you're doing just didn't add yeah, up for correct. me, personally. And for me, it was a flatline. For me, it was a revive only because the intricacies and, like, it did... It's still red as cow. It sure. read as cow okay. person, so it's, it was a head-to-toe look. And it was still original, and it was uh, it was a risk. And I don't know if the risk paid off, but it was a risk. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the photo shoot element of the challenge. We're going to start off with Landon. Uh, Landon is first, and they have him reading his Hunger for Intelligence, the human brain book on the hospital bed. It's a cool shoot. Um, I'm really here for it. It was fine. Nothing, nothing special. I don't like how they did the photo shoots only because we didn't really tell if anyone was doing good or bad. They all just looked like they were doing good because they were also guessed up about themselves. Yeah. So, but from the photos and the angles, it did look good. Yeah. Louisiana is literally standing there with a, with her burnt bunny. In regular light, her look is very basic. Um, maybe an uh, altered Halloween Adventure Bags costume. But the second they threw that ominous pink light behind her, this was a fucking awesome photo. I'm still not getting horror from it, but it was a great image. You're mean. The lighting helped everything. The lighting did help. However, she looked like... You remember from um, Matilda, the the, the principal lady who put her in the chokey? Yeah, it was that kind of like... It was the same... Like, if Trenchbull had a, a sister... Not like the nice sister, because she had a sister. But um, if she had a mean sister, like a stepsister... Who was abused and shit and was the nurse that was the nurse but okay the school Here, nurse. here's my thing you look at nurse ratchet and you're fucking terrified because she just gives that scariness mm. this was her attempt at being a nurse ratchet and just didn't do it 
But, she can't sell that look. She could. It's it told. It told me sexy and but like off her meds, sexy, and that's kind of what the look was. Okay, it was right. A patient who's been at the hospital for so long, she convinced herself that she was a candy striper. Right. That's that's what she didn't say that, but that's, that's what I, I got. Well, okay. I mean, I well, I would like to hear Louisiana's version of her concept because we didn't really get it mm-hmm. aside from sexy and dark inside. Whatever. Next, time for Eva. Uh, she is distorting her body and really opening that gaping hole that she calls a mouth. Um, the wheelchair was a good prop for her to use. Uh, no, it wasn't. Why? Because the angle of the photos that she was taking, her, the body, like the last photos she got, they were like, if it was top model and they were like, I had 99 frames and the last one was the one I got, I thought that was the situation because how they set, how they set it up, it looked like the first few photos she was taking, how she was melting, the, all the prosthetic just was in melted together so you didn't get to really see the intricacies and the work so it looked like they just like threw like a blanket with like bruises and abrasions on one part of her body and was like don't move because if you move it's gonna fall apart and like the way it was melting it just did not play for her body or for her angles it just was not flattering until that last photo the last photo where she stretched out more that's when everything came together and the prop was great but just the angles and like how how she was melting just so then who are we blaming are we blaming Eva or are we blaming the photographers? I want to say, well, okay, when it comes to a photo shoot challenge or doing a photo shoot, you need, like, it's, in a normal photo shoot setting or, like, for a normal, like, ad campaign, it's an, another ambiotic relationship where you need to listen to the photographer. Right. You put out what you, what you think you're good at and just, but then you listen and, like, at the end of the day, whatever shoot photo they, they pick is the photographer. But when it comes to a competition, you need to be your boss, be like, so this is what I think I'm, I want to do. This is my background. Like, you need to... You know, what is... I'm really blanking on the word, but when I do... Uh, the creative consultant or the creative mm-hmm. designer is the one who is... When you are in a competition, you're the creative designer. So you need to say, I want to use this prop. I want to do this. I want to... A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We, since it's a reality show, we don't know if that's what you right. technically get the chance to do. But as and, and not to make it all about iconic, but um, when we did iconic and I we and I went to do my photo shoot, I literally went to press and I was like, these are my angles. This is what I'm good at. I know I don't look the skinniest in certain photos, but I know from this angle, this viewpoint, this vantage point, or if I lay like this and I do this, I'm gonna look great. And how did my photos come out? Great. Yeah. So like you just it's just the way her body melted. That's fair. Priscilla, um, she's on the bed as a mama cow. Um, because the nose ring is so giant, it covered her mouth, which really affect the life or lack thereof of her photos. I didn't like her photo shoot whatsoever. No, it was horrible. Um, she's at a major disadvantage, and you can tell because of that nose ring. And the cow baby thing. R- throw the cow baby thing away, you still wouldn't have gotten a good photo because of that nose ring. I th- there was one moment where she was laying back, and the nose ring just fell to the wrong side. And it looked good. No, it looked bad still. Oh. It, it just, everything about it was not cohesive. I feel as though, like... Like, if this was the first challenge of the season, she's goner. She's, mm-hmm. the first, she's a goner. First one out. I just realized I didn't wear a nose ring for mine when I did this look. No, you didn't. No, I just did a prosthetic nose and did a huge nose. Yeah, okay. Well, do over. No, thanks. Ah. Yeah, so Matt, I'm, I'm mad at Priscilla because I, I expect a little better. Madeline is literally standing against a brick wall. Um, they do a bunch of close-ups of her, and they add absolutely no fucking lighting like they did for everybody else. That was literally a white light behind her on a wearing white. It 
it was so bad. I wonder. I call sabotage, honestly. I well, I really would like. I would really love to know if they got to decide if they had the lighting changes or things. Because when, we're going to get to Dahlia in a second. Mm-hmm. There's something about that hallway that both Dahlia and uh, Louisiana shot in that made their looks and photos exceptional. So was it just that hallway? Did Madeline get the short end of the stick of not being able to be in that room? She had nothing additional aside from a horrible shadow cast right Mm. behind her because the lighting was so bad. I wonder if it was like a personal preface question thing. I would really love to know, honestly. The other thing that I also noticed was, and I'm not, this doesn't mean being mean at all. She, it kind of looked like the photos when she does self-portraits. Because they were so close up. Everybody else, aside from uh, Landon, um, their photo that was shown on the main stage was um, full body. Mm -hmm. Except Madeline and Landon. Mm -hmm. And it was, Landon at least had mostly filled that screen. Mm -hmm. Madeline didn't. I kind of wish they almost let Madeline take a picture on a staircase. Because it would be a, a cool storyline of how the nurse who was someone like dosed her with something and she didn't know and she was having the reaction while walking down the stairs. Sure. But again, where they placed her, again, I don't know by choice or whatever, it was not flattering. It did not help her and I'm really disappointed that this is the reason if it, it was, happened. If it was all chosen not by Madeline, it was a major like disadvantage. But however, if this was all personal choices that the cast made... I don't know what she was thinking. It just feels weird. I don't weird. think it was, though. It feels weird, though, because she is a photographer and right. she does this kind of like, she does the light changing. She does Exa- the right, editing. Right. So, so like, that's why I'm, I I really want to call sabotage here. Mm-hmm. What I will point out is you don't get to see them really that much on the main stage, but um, having the blue contacts really was cool for this. Who was blue contacts? Madeline. I didn't see that. Because they really popped. They really, 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 really popped. Let me look it up. Um, But let's talk about Dahlia. Uh, She's in the lighting hallway, and they give her a blue light. And honestly, again, the photos are incredible. It saves her big time. I again, I don't know. I don't. Maybe they're both smart, and they both Mm. said, "Okay, I want blue because my um, accent color, my costume is blue. I want pink because my costume is pink." I don't think they both picked that. I think it was the editors and the photographer. Um, But Dahlia's picture was incredible. I still the arm I didn't like. No, the arm wasn't great, but just the 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 attitude that she brought in everything about the photo was amazing but then the arm yeah if you digitally took the arm out or like like cropped it so it was gone it would have been so you like a stub but when i saw the arm it was a flat line yeah i hate that arm I'm not gonna like it anytime <sighs> i don't know um but again it doesn't matter we can hate it the boulets loved it Still hated it. Yeah. So the major highlight of the critiques was the discussion of Priscilla's calf. Um, this was a preserved stillborn. Mm-hmm. And we're back to talking about taxidermy. Remember uh, when Seraphim said uh, when she died that she was going to get herself taxidermied and give herself to me and her will? But then she took it back. And she took it back because, um, yeah, that was a moment. Love how we only talk about Seraphim on this podcast. Well, because she doesn't listen. Why are you so obsessed with her? Oh oh we want to know. Demonetized. <clears throat> How podcast works, I don't know. Would you get yourself taxidermied? Never. No? N- not because it would creep you out, because I'm just not that self-centered. No offense, Seraphim. Have you heard about people taxiderming their um, penises? That's a thing? That is a thing. 
after they die? Or, like, they get cut off and then do it? Mm, not when they die, because they have some sick issues. Are you talking about, like, the silicone adjustments? No. That silicone's just scary. No, I'll, I'll let that person tell you that story Wait, eventually. Wait, who, who is it? No, 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 no. Did the, they have it? No, no, no someone t- was um, offered one. To get their PP taxidermy? Uh, no, there was a picture of that already taxidermied. I'm looking this up. Um, yeah, that was the story. That... I'm going to Google this because this, this is the most attractive <laughs> research episode I think we've ever done. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, taxidermy. Um, Tax. So we do learn about the stillborn and the, it, I think it was very smart of um, everybody to talk about how this was an animal cruelty and what happened, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It was all naturally um, found. Yes, yeah, so it was very, very, very smart. And you know what? Still didn't help Priscilla's case. But um, yeah, it's a thing. What? Did you find something? Scrotum and penis art archives for taxidermy trophies for sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $34? That's it? Oh, no, that's the stand. That's how much the stand <laughs> is. Oh, God. Um, taxidermy penis bone. A stuffed whale penis for $6,000. That's gotta be big. That's gotta at least be the size of your bed. Yeah, probably. You sleep on a whale penis. How does that make you feel? You just ruined my night. You're welcome. Okay. Well, Landon is awarded the winner of the night. Louisiana and Dahlia are safe. Eva is in the bottom, but she is safe, leaving Priscilla and Madeline up for extermination. I think I'm really happy Landon won. I am too. I think I it was the right winner. hope when they do this spread that if this is the photo shoot that they're using. I don't think they No, I think they'll do something different, honestly. Well, you know, like, because when America's Top Model, like, like the fi- like the second to final photo shoot, are like, this will be your cover girl campaign, so make sure it counts. Which is bad, because it's just bad, because whoever usually wins does kind of shoddy at the, <laughs> the cover girl campaign. And they're like, you suck today, but then if you win, they're like, you sucked then, so that's your prize. Yeah, I, don't, I, I think, I honestly am hoping Landon will get a different shoot. Something. I hope if they don't, though, they at least let one of his photos be full body. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Because... That's fucked up. So, this extermination is going to be shocking. There is an operating table set up where they must delicately remove body parts from a cadaver. If they slip up, they will be shocked with a live wire shock collar. It sounds like such a cool challenge until you fucking see it. It's Adult literally, literally a life-size, op- life-size operation I'm game. I'm mad that the nose didn't blink red. Because <laughs> that was the, my favorite part. <laughs> Whenever, when they were explaining this, the effect, it sounded so cool. No, it sounded like Operation. What did you, th- like, you really thought it was going to be like a real cadaver? Yeah. I was hoping it would be like some kind of like, it looked like a human body. Yes. And it was filled like with pig's blood or something like that. And then it had like real organs, like not human, obviously not human, but like had like animal organs in it and something like that. So this way when you like, like that, I wish they did. All I kept hearing as this challenge was going on is Operation, I'm the doctor for you. Yeah, it was the, it was embarrassing that this is what they came up with. I also wish they kind of did, like, you know how in movies, like, when they have, like, the hum- the body, and it, or, like, in haunted houses, like, they have the head, like, the screaming head and the arms yeah. moving. I wish they had, like, an actor or something with, like, a head out or, like, legs kicking, so this way they could scream in their right. faces to make it more Give, scary. Yeah, I think the stakes for this challenge were so low, almost as low as the um, the cockroach blowing. I will say, though, like, that amount of electricity, though, that, that like, I've, as someone who's worn a dog's shot collar, <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. But, like, as someone who's done it, like, not for fun for, like, a game, but, like, yeah, I'm making myself look worse. Um... <laughs> 
It does hurt. So, like, th- that's, like, what? Like, one volt of electricity? They had, like, 5,000 volts? Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure if there's much to talk about for this uh, challenge. Aside from they were playing a kid's game uh, that they got actually shocked for. Um, I wish maybe that this was, like, timed or there was a mm. speed and, like, challenge part of it. Like, saying you only have, like one minute to get all the pieces out like mm-hmm. give me more anticipation i will say however though it came across it reminded me of when monique shame's extermination the one that she went home on how their attitudes were different that's the only thing i measured well let's talk about that yeah. i mean at the end of the day this was not based on this performance it was about track record because being priscilla's first time up for extermination and mm-hmm. madeline three times there was no way they're going to save her and, and despite her possibly deserving it and and actually seemingly going with it and doing a little bit of a job where Priscilla was just like bitching the entire time. No, Madeline the entire time was just making at noises where Priscilla was like, I'm not going, she verbally at one point heard her say, I'm not going home. This is not happening. I mean, like, she just she had more a of a will, but yeah. it, seemed, it seemed like she had more of a will and struggle and like where there is struggle, there's a want where Madeline just was like, like screaming, which understandably so it's a lot of electricity and like, yeah. that's how she coped with it. And that's all we saw. Like she could have been saying the same things, but what, from what we saw, it looked like Madeline was just like, I'm doing this to do it, which is part of the game. Like you need to do it. But Priscilla I'm, I'm just sure she, more of one. I'm sure she knew at that moment. She's like, I know how this show works. I'm going home. Let me just get through it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time to talk about the death scene. Headlights of a car come on. The engine revs up. And in the back seat is Madeline Hatter. That was very sad. But this was probably the most acting intensive um, death scene we've seen. With R- most at lines. R-I-P-N-Y-C. Um, yeah. The, but the second that bitch stuck her head out the window, I was like, fuck Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to say, honestly, also, I feel like she, out of all of the deaths so far, was, like, when her head was out the window, like, she looked like she was about to die the most. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say this was the second best death scene of the series behind Yovska's. I still am obsessed with that one. I... I love that one. With the, um, guitar. Oh. No, my favorite was, um... Maxi Glamour with the head being split. Yeah, the acting was too. still like the acting wasn't as good as Madeline's. Yeah, but like okay, so this season they definitely upped the uh, the deaths. Like yeah, like seeing like except sh- for Hollows, that was bad. Looking in her eyes, like you yeah. thought she was actually about to die. Yeah. Do you remember the TV show? It was a game show called Scream Queens. They, Scream Queens is like the Ryan Murphy. Um, yes, 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 yes. That was like my favorite show in the world because they were like, oh, we're going to groom you to learn how to die. Right, it was the show where they had all the girls and then whoever won got, got on, on Saw. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Remember, yeah. That's what this kind of reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I know my reality TV. I fucking love that show. I have some burning questions. Are you ready for them? Always. Based on track record in the Boulay's eyes, Madeline was the right person to go home. But did she deserve it? Um, I honestly, if they were to do a double save or bring back a girl this season, I feel like Madeline would be the justified one. Yes. Because I'll, uh, and this is not me being mean, rude, and not... They're both my sisters, and I love them both so much with all my heart. But, like, Erica was in the bottom, I think, three times, too. Mm-hmm. The difference being, track record-wise, Madeline, one of her top, bottom threes was situational. Right. So she couldn't have helped that. So had that situational thin been... Unlike Erica, Erica's was her dem- her demise was her demise. I feel like in this situation, this is the first just 
if they do a bring back a monster. Mm-hmm. And so my mentality, like, from a, like, reality show edit, if the next person to go home, knock on wood, I don't know, I don't know, I really don't know who's going next, so this is me being spoiler, if Dahlia went home next, and then after that episode, they're like, we want to bring someone back, Madeline would be the justified one. I agree. And I would um, want that. Yeah, I, I think, should there be uh, um, an all-losers season, oh, um, and I oh think, I think my, Madeline is the front runner to win. I feel like I, I could see that because she would be really angry and use because, the anger you to know get what? with her. Honestly, like, may, maybe this is all a bit of a setup. Like, don't don't we want to see Madeline versus Victoria in an all-star season? And another New York girl. Sure. Like Erica or, like, whoever gets cast in season three. Four. Five. Twelve. Three hundred. Yo. Yo. Um, so it everyone has been up for extermination aside from Landon... Louisiana, and technically Dahlia, who saved herself. Yeah. It is safe to say that if they end up in the bottom next... Is it safe to say if they end up in the bottom next week, whoever they're up against is a goner? Not necessarily if it's two of them. Well, if I'm saying oh. if, if it's against... So, like, so you're going to tell me Louisiana versus Eva, Eva's going to go. Based on track record... Based on if it's track alone, yes. However, if it's an extermination that someone does not want to do, like we saw the bitch not jump out of a plane, if it's that kind of situation, where like, let's say Eva is, as I'm going to use a stupid example, Eva is deathly afraid of flowers. So if the challenge was to eat a handful of flowers and Eva says there's no fucking way in hell I'm doing that and walks out, but then Priscilla does it or Louisiana does it, then Eva's going home because she said, fuck that shit. So it's very situational. All right, all right. We have how many left? I want to say, wait, there's five now? Yeah. We have at least four. Who's the winner? In my eyes, I'm really hoping it's Landon. I agree. I just, again, what does Landon have to do to fuck up? I don't I think really Landon can fuck Landon, up. But at the same time, I'm afraid that it could be Eva. Not in a mean way. Like, Eva would deserve to win, too. But I would hope it'd be Landon. Yeah. But it could be Eva. Well, you know what time it is, right? Extermination challenge. Yeah, it's mini extermination challenge time. And I know you have um, oh, some gigs so later. so fucked. I can... Okay, I'm letting you know right now. If it affects my gigs, I will do it for the first one, not the second one. Because the second one is specific. What, what do you mean? So... I can say this. It's fine. Um, Tonight, I'm hosting... <laughs> this is going to be same day, so it's going to be half past already. I'm hosting a Drag Race UK viewing party, which I don't care. I will wear whatever. But later on tonight, I do also work at House of Yes. And mm-hmm. at House of Yes, on Thursdays, they have a go-go themed party. And tonight's um throwback 90s, like it's going to be a 90s theme party. But because it's Halloween, they want us to go crazy. And we're doing um people in their 90s. So I have to do old age makeup. So that I need to do old age makeup for. So you for. can add on to. Sure, let's go with that. Um, so you, for your mini extermination challenge, um, you have to paint like somebody. Who was this submitted by? Was it them, the person who have to paint as? No. Okay, who submitted this? I want to know so I can threat death threats. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care. I totally do. So it you anyway. have to paint. I mean, this this could work. If it's Seraphim, I will kill you. It's Seraphim. Oh my God! Why? You, she's painted herself like you, and now you have to paint no, yourself like I her. I would love to paint as anyone but Seraphim. I don't even have eyelashes, so I'm gonna look scroopy. 
I'm gonna look so bad. So yeah, you have to. The, the hair is a beautiful picture, <sighs> Seraphim. She's actually wearing gray hair, so and I'm wearing gray hair, so that's even so better. this is this is your inspiration um, to paint your face like. Seraphim. Do I have to be this Seraphim? You you don't have to be this Seraphim, but you have to be a version of Seraphim, not Seraphim doing somebody else. Great, I'll be Seraphim as Lika. It's gonna be so easy. No, she already. <laughs> no, that's what I said. You can't be her doing someone else. Oh my god. I even have to do the lopsided crease. <laughs> it's not you lopsided. see it, right? There's so much room there, and this one's. <laughs> the surgeon fucked up that crease. Okay, great. Awesome. Are you excited? No. You're gonna look beautiful tonight. I'm gonna look like a fucking chipmunk. What do you mean, a chipmunk? A lip. That's a chipmunk lip. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see what um, Zalika does Seraphim uh, look is. Um, where can we find you on social media? Not on Seraphim's page, that's for fucking sure. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Zalika Parsons, at Z as in zebra, A as in anal, L as in licking, I as in incest, K as in kangaroo, and A as in the first, no, second letter in Zalika, I did that wrong, whatever. You could spell, it's fine. Parsons is a school of design. You can catch me on Facebook at Zalika Parsons, uh, Venmo, tip the drag queen, tip like the penis, the drag queen. Like you. Um, just like me. Um, you can find me most likely at McDonald's after this because I need french fries soon. My blood sugar is getting low. I thought I was getting White Castle this week. I was wrong. Um, great. Yeah. But that's all of it. Where can we find you? Well, that's very sweet of you to ask. You can actually find me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk. <laughs> I just got um, holes in the picture and put it on my face. <laughs> Um, yeah, just follow me there because that's where all the important shit happens. Or you can find me on Facebook and, yeah, Michael Block. Thanks for doing this, Zalika. Fuck you. The biggest thanks to Zalika for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.